0: okay i'm I'm good. Let's uh, do this. Phone's on silent. Um, yeah, my phone's always on silent. <laughs> <laughs> you respond pretty quick for it being on silent. No shit. <laughs> well, you have to. you're always on it.'m I'm, I'm, I'm assuming because uh, you're your business you're always needed. Yep. as a
1: matter of fact, I'm sitting here and just had a call about a dog that got in a dog fight, ripped the tear up. Oh. What do I do? What do I do? So home remedies. Yeah, home remedies
0: for that. So, is there a coming back for that year, or what? What are we talking here? Oh yeah,
1: you just she was worried about stopping the bleeding. So yeah, okay, you know, but life goes on. <laughs> they're animals. They're animals,
0: they're, and they're and, more uh, more apt to uh, handle you know something like that than us. But right?
1: the thing about it, it's not that's not my my business. Um, my business is <clears throat> actually a horse trainer. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, guys, welcome to this one time. Let's get that intro in, huh? One in a million. <laughs> I'm sitting here with uh, my uncle, of all people, mm-hmm. um, Mario Bernal. He is the <laughs> owner of Estrella Performance Horses. <laughs> Estrella Performance in, Horses. In Chuma. In Yuma County. Yuma <laughs> <laughs> County. Yeah, so, um, so your, your area of expertise mm-hmm.
1: is passed down the family has been passed down from my dad <clears throat> um my dad's dad is your great great granddad yes he was actually a coal miner okay um in, in southern arizona no in, in mexico oh, in mexico okay and he had nothing to do with horses <laughs> and the way that your grandpa my dad mm-hmm. Agustin um ended up being a a horseman and even being in in the horse industry yeah was <clears throat> he was the youngest of i believe 13 kids jesus yeah <laughs> he was six years old when my granddad died that's right and my my aunt lydia who was the oldest of the, the girls the girls yeah. yeah took him um she became an emavisca um uh, uh, what? uh Emma Vizca was her was her married name oh okay okay um my uncle was um who she married was a gentleman by the name of Roberto Amavisca, who was a big cattle baron back in um in the day uh-huh. you know and so she took him um and raised him and basically my dad went to work as yeah. a kid he's got he i think he had like a third grade education uh-huh so all he knew was was animals yeah you know, livestock livestock on horse and cattle and um he met my mom you know in the early 20s and in their own early 20s and they got married and here we are here okay. you are <laughs> here i am yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> it's, it's been a long <clears throat> time <laughs> since then so yeah so basically as a kid uh i i tell people this and they're like yeah right until i was 26 years old i really didn't know another profession other than working in the feed yards Mm -hmm. working on horseback yeah you know working with animals and um i you know, worked at a feed store after I um I left the feed yards. I I worked at a drugstore. I was a drugstore cowboy. I worked <laughs> for Thrifty Drugs. I, I I got put through their um um management program and Oh damn. I, I wore the little vest and a little tie, you know. Yeah.
0: So that was um uh drugs, prescription drugs yeah. for
1: animals? No. It was thrifty drugs, like... Um, oh, okay, okay, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, It's like um, the CVS now, yes. in the Walgreens. Yes. So <clears throat> then I, I mean, I worked everything but animals, horses, because when you're a kid and you've done it all your life, that's, you know, you thought you were being punished. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, when um, you're in fourth and fifth grade and... Everybody goes on vacation, you go to work. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. In the feed yard. Yep, yep. I was was working at McElhaney's in my summers, man. Dude, you know, you know, but when when I was a little kid, I started working in 71, 72. I was six, seven years old. Mm -hmm. I was working for a dollar a day. Yeah, you know. And like at the end of three months, I had ninety bucks. Oh, and I was like cutting a fat pig in the ass. So a year or two later, I got a raise to two dollars a day.
0: Okay, if that's 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 two hundred percent or that's uh, 100 percent increase, <clears throat> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But
1: you know, I mean, back in the day, there was no child labor laws. And <laughs> <laughs> you just especially you know, in you, rural yeah, counties like right, ours. Yeah, and, and you know what? And honestly, it's um. Here you go. Um, it's put made strap, me.
0: Put the strap on the headphones on top. It, yeah, the strap's holding it back. All right. It's made me. Um, no, no, no. Pull it up. Like this? No, 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 no. The, the, There's a strap on the headphones it, that's stuck in the back. Oh. Yeah. Here, take off the headphones and put them back on. It's because it's stuck on the head. There you go. See that strap right there? Uh-huh. There you go. That's getting caught in the back.
1: There we go. Beautiful. Uh, it's what happens when you got a big head. <laughs> but so two dollars an hour two dollars an hour yeah what more could you ask for and um (laughs) you know working on horseback getting up at three in the morning working till two or three in the afternoon and like it wasn't it wasn't you know he's a kid you Mm -hmm. know give him the easy work Mm -mm. it was work yeah so that's what we did and then um we went to work for McElhaney Cattle Company mm-hmm. where you spent many hours yourself. Oh yeah. And, um, I, I'd done everything from riding pins, processing cattle, um, to, you know, starting colts and breaking horses. And then they put me in management for a while. And, um, you know, it, twenty four year old kid <laughs> yeah telling these guys that have been there for you know forty years how to do their work. Yeah, yeah. It was tough. Oh I'm sure. <clears throat> gave me people skills. <laughs> so I don't think anybody can deny your people uh, skills. Yeah. But after that we um I I just came to the realization in my mid twenties that um maybe I need to go back riding horses for the public uh-huh um and uh, so <clears throat> my biggest thing was if i'm going to be anybody if i'm going to further my skill i need to get out of yuma okay and so i loaded up and i moved to um um queen or uh gilbert okay and i went to work for uh some friends of mine um the Thomases, and I went to ride horses. Yeah. What year was this? Oh shoot, it's in the probably late uh, '90s. Okay. So that's what I did for a couple of years, and um, started riding horses. Started getting in the show in the show world. Um, I was showing paint horses and quarter horses, and okay. So now you got to break <laughs> that down because I'm not I'm not
0: familiar oh. with what with, with those I mean. So well. Paint horses quarter horses. Um, well
1: the paint horse is just basically a you know a, a colored up um horse and like they literally paint them well they don't paint them they're born painted you know they're born black with, with, and a, white. with a nice coat or yeah something. yeah it's just a color pattern um so it's it's an association and you can google it go to the american paint horse association and it'll give you a million colors up the american paint horse association american quarter horse association and quarter sounds quarter short. a quarter horse is just a horse that they used that they named it because they used to run them a quarter mile. Oh, okay. So, so it's like a quarter horse. You you same bolt horse is what it is, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> so anyways, that you know, just it's a different the different breeds. Yeah. And um, I I came back in the early 2000s and um when I felt I had, you know, some kind of legitimacy uh, with my skills. Mm-hmm. And I opened up shop here and I decided to raise my family here. Mm-hmm. And so I had a pretty successful, um, you know, four or five years. had a couple of world champions in wow. the Paint Horse Association. Um had some really nice horses. And then... Um, You know like everything else it it falls apart you hit bottom and here i am again so uh, i think this time around it i try not to put the pressure on me that i put back in the early 2000s yeah um i take the horses i want to take to ride okay and I, I just think you, like, overloaded yourself the that, first time that, around. That was it. And it was, you know, you, you're you chasing the almighty dollar. And, and yeah. you're, you're trying to make a living. You're trying to do everything. You're trying to raise a family. Yeah. Um. The, the first two years of, of my two oldest kids' lives, Matthew and Alexa, they probably had about... 20 to 25,000 miles on their little body. Wow. Because we were hauling all over the country. Yeah. Those kids have been at least one time west of the Mississippi, all the way to the West Coast, and from the Canadian border all the way to the, to the Mexican border at least once <laughs> before they were two years old. Oh, damn. And we hauled them all over the country. Yeah. It, it was what we did. Mm-hmm. But so. <clears throat> I um, I learned that um, it, you can't kill yourself for the almighty dollar. It's the biggest. I think it's the biggest um, education I got with what I did. Yeah. And all this time, it was what my dad did on a very low scale. Mm-hmm. My dad just would ride you know local people's horses yeah and, and um made some really nice horses here in town yeah and, but i you know i i went i went beyond that and um but like i was telling you before we got on um the funny thing about our family is um we unwittingly uh your great uncle which is my uncle uh-huh uh, uh Henado was actually um, uh, the start of a a real interesting um, um, history. Yeah. And in 1956, the story goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pull that mic that way. Pull it, pull it towards you, because you're off to the side a little bit. Yeah, because we people need to hear this. Okay. All right. in 19 um, In 1956, uh, our uncle Henado Bernal was. working for a ranch in Temecula, California called um blank um <laughs> you put on the spot I I know I I've, I've I've you've told this story I've told this story a million times um it'll come to me yeah um so he's working on this ranch and um you know there's seven cowboys they're mainly all from sonora mexico mm-hmm. and a um this guy goes driving by in this fancy car mm-hmm. and so he stops and um they're uh they're having um they're sorting their their cattle yeah basically what they're doing is they're taking the mothers they're weaning the mothers from the babies okay the babies are old enough to be weaned and weaned is like separated yeah so they can be sold and so um um this guy you know tourist we'll call him a tourist starts taking pictures of um of these seven cowboys and he goes to the owner uh the owner is a gentleman i believe by the name of brown last name brown um and um he starts asking him about this ranch mm-hmm. that is 2,600 sections. Damn. Okay, each section, I believe, is 660 acres. 2,600 sections. Wow. And apparently it took these cowboys a whole week to leave the um, Vale Ranch Vail, vale. V-A-I-L. Okay. Vale. It's off of the 79 in Temecula, California. I, I need to go. <clears throat> it is. It's cool. Um, so he asks, you know, you have this massive ranch, and you only got seven cowboys to take care of this whole ranch. Uh-huh. So what the owner tells this guy is that, is that those seven, seven cowboys those are some of
0: the baddest motherfuckers. they
1: they do it all yeah and he goes those seven cowboys is or i consider them the magnificent seven they're my magnificent seven yeah it so happens that this guy was a uh a producer of some kind of movie producer or mm-hmm. um and uh he he later went on to produce the Perry Mason mysteries back in the 60s. Okay. So what this guy does is he takes all these pictures, he goes to Hollywood and he pitches the Magnificent 7. Yeah, with Yul Brynner, the, the yep. original Magnificent 7. Yep. With uh Yul Brynner back in the um I think <clears throat> um 58 or 60, 1958 or 1960. Anyways, but the the whole idea came from these seven cowboys at the Vail Ranch in Temecula, California mm-hmm. where our uncle was one of those seven cowboys. Yeah. And if you go to the Vail Ranch, uh well it's a it's a strip mall now. <laughs> but they did um they did save the old um uh, blacksmith shop that they made into a um um a uh like a gift shop or something a gift shop yeah uh, they made it into a museum Ooh, cool. they they took the bunkhouse and they made it into a restaurant okay because it it it, it is the Vale Ranch is one of the oldest ranches in California and um it's been there since the eighteen hundreds I guess mm-hmm. so you know, and it's kind of humbling to know that when I was talking to these people, and the lady that uh, that wrote a book on it, where our uncle's picture is the Magnificent Seven. Yeah, and like I said, anybody can Google it. just, yeah. just yeah. Google Temecula Vale Ranch Magnificent Seven. And what was his last name again? Renato Bernal.
2: Renato. He's, yeah. Oh, it is a better name. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He, okay.
1: He was he was um, Tata's uh, oldest brother. Okay. Yeah, he was the oldest brother and the you know the the thing that um when when we went over there and introduced ourselves we'd been only the the first family that was related to those seven cowboys that they'd ever found oh really oh they were inviting us to to the you know the the founders parade and yeah. all this i mean it was it was kind of cool but it really struck that here you had those guys. All they wanted to do was to make a living for their family. Mm-hmm. They had no clue, you know, or even fathomed that they were they were part of something historic. And it, and it's kind yeah. of cool because yeah. they're part of American history. They're part of California mm-hmm. history, mm-hmm. and they're part of movie history. Yeah. And those guys probably had no idea. No, none. Yeah. And so you know, it's it's kind of a big pride thing <laughs> yeah. with with that. And um, you know, maybe someday I'll go back. And and uh, I, I I haven't been there in about six seven years, uh-huh. but apparently they've really they've really um, made it um, um, nice. And I'd like to go back and see. You Know, I think we need to take a trip. Yeah, let me know when you go because I want to go, dude. It's only a hundred and we can be there in two and a half hours, <laughs> but uh, we'll set it up, we'll go down there. And uh, it, it's just um, kind of surreal mm-hmm. on the uh, on the east side of, of the Kohl's, um, it's a Kohl's store, K O H L Kohl's. Yeah, there's this. 50 by 150, big giant mural of those seven cowboys. Yeah, the famous picture? The famous picture. Yeah. And our uncle is right in the middle riding the gray horse, you know, and he looks just like Data. He looks just like... <laughs> those Bernal features are strong, no, man. man. Big nose and big ears. <laughs> but but it, it was just cool to know that, that um, you know, we we were like wow that's great that's part of history but again they were just trying to make a living they're yeah. trying to make a living for their family mm-hmm. and you know uh, but yeah because um, it wasn't like they were riding around be like well i hope somebody makes a movie about us you know none no, man. none it's just so that's you know that's kind of um on my posts um i um i always i always hashtag it, it you know dna it's in my blood yeah yeah i've seen those yeah and and it really is it's mm-hmm. um you know my dad that's all he ever did yep you know i mean 50 some odd years on a horse's back um i decided i still wanted to do it but i i didn't want to work 14 hours a day for minimum wage on a horse's back seven days a week yeah yeah you had aspirations too so Set you it know, off. my thing is I've i, I, I trained horses. I still train horses, yeah. and, and I give a lot of lessons. Mm-hmm. I've raised probably more kids than anybody in this world, just simply because... Kids as in goats? Or no, kids, as, kids. In, as in children. Yeah, okay. Because <laughs> um, you got goats out there. I just got to clarify. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've, those two, that's another story. <laughs> so it, it's just, it's kind of... Um, it's it's kind of humbling um and i don't let it get to my head um like caesar you know was oh this you know uh, that that's awesome but i i try not to you know let the little things i've done in life there that, yeah. that that were successful yeah because you got some world go champions my head yeah but that was yesterday what am i going to do today and what am i going to do tomorrow yeah. and and that's what i tell my kids yeah you know uh, a minute ago was was yesterday it's what are you going to do a minute from now what yeah. are you going to do now and so um that's you know that's life and mm-hmm. all my kids um the biggest thing is is the to persevere because all all these kids are they're trying to make an animal you know do what they want them to do Mm -hmm. at a very high speed, you know, to run and turn and run and turn and stop. And, you know, and so not always does it work out. Mm -hmm. And, um, but I I think that any parent that really wants to teach a kid, um, success is you get them a horse yeah and if they stick with it, I guarantee you uh, I've got several kids i call them kids they're now young ladies with their own families uh-huh um that I was fortunate enough to spend you know a little bit of time in their life um you know i trained them i i, I hauled them i I helped them to um to show. Um, They're now in their 30s. They have families. um, uh, And I see them on, you know, several of them are are friends on Facebook. And Mm -hmm. it it just, um, you know, it's kind of humbling to see that, you know, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, this was a young lady that was 14 years old and, you know, was shy and really didn't know what she was capable of doing yeah, yeah you know you unleashed their potential and then and then with with just uh and that's the biggest thing is you don't you 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 try to show them the way and let them and let them find their their way <clears throat> mm-hmm. um just like a horse you know you can't beat a horse into doing something you got you kind of have to show him the easiest way to go if you if, yeah. if he's not turning to the left and you're fighting him show him the easiest way to go to the left and and you know kids and animals they'll they'll find it um but it's it's helped with the four kids that i'm raising now you know um mm-hmm. it, it hasn't been easy by any means uh but my oldest matthew is graduated and he's off to college yeah i got lexi who's a senior this year mm-hmm She'll be headed to i believe n a u next year yeah um and then jake uh my junior, will be a senior next year mm-hmm. um, we're going through major knee surgery with him yeah, next week that's a battle
0: in itself man it's, yeah.
1: rehab and you know um you gotta keep not them you gotta keep them physically strong but you gotta keep keep them mentally strong and um You'd be surprised how the mind med- the mind bends the body. Oh, for sure. And that's the biggest thing is um, don't don't look at what's going to happen to your knee. Look at what's going to happen to your knee after it happens. Yeah. Because you know, and your cousin Hondo, uh, I have reached out to him because I know he's big into the rehab yeah. deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I I hopefully have done. Everything I think I can do to help this kid come out of a major surgery, Mm -hmm. which they're going to have to rebuild his whole knee. And, you know, his thing is to step on the field next July for senior year. Yeah, it's huge. You know, he he made all conference this year with seven games. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's a little Um, beast. You know, so, you know, that's – it gives him a goal, and it gives him something to – look forward to and and like i like i told him you know don't get sidetracked with the road signs you know look at your destination and put blinkers on that's where you're gonna go Mm -hmm. so um we'll see i mean yeah i think i think you've
0: you've put definitely a good head on on all your kids shoulders and and well they've
1: you know they've done it <laughs> m- mostly by themselves because there's been times I haven't been a great you know example to', them, but mm-hmm. um
0: I mean a- anybody anybody <clears throat> could could say that for sure you know it's like you try to be the the best you can, mm-hmm. but it's like what we're talking about you know we're human yeah um one thing I did want to touch on where you mentioned was like you know um how to kind of grow as an individual like you're saying, hey, get a horse you know mm-hmm. um and that's 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 really good because you can like i say say you learn an instrument yeah you're mastering an instrument Mm -hmm. but at the same time it's an inanimate object it's not a beast with the personality and a mind of its own
1: exactly that 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 instrument is going to only do what you ask it to do yeah when you set it down (laughs) it's down yeah you know a horse um continues to think after you set it down yeah you know and so um but i've had parents bring their kids because of um behavioral issues mm-hmm. and uh different issues and uh, they've you know there's there's a ton of um um studies and and literature on they're using horses for um um physical therapy now. They're using mm-hmm. horses for, for autistic kids and yeah. and and um um mental yeah. handicapped kids.
0: There's, you bring that up. There is a there is I saw a documentary like a short like maybe ten or fifteen minute um piece that they did on a lady that is autistic, like mm-hmm. you know more so not, not just like Asperger's or things right. so like, you know, on, on severely on the spectrum and He's a horse
1: whisperer yeah 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 and the 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 thing about it is uh you know my girlfriend dana works for um family partners which is a a developmentally developmentally um handicapped adult Uh uh-huh um they they provide services um for uh adults here in yuma and in um phoenix area well the uh dta which is the uh the day program she has about 18 to 20 members they're all adults all you know one kind of uh handicap or another um physically and mentally yeah and they come out here a couple times a week and you will be surprised how uh, those kids just come out of their show yeah. Um that goofy little goat that Well, I
0: lit Karen. up when I saw that Karen. <laughs> he just, just frolicking around, came right up to me licking me. Yep. I'm
1: like, "Yeah, I felt that." I'm like, um, "Wow, back Karen, in the country." You know, and 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 it's, it's really good. Uh, they love coming out here. They love sitting out here in the, you know, especially right now where where the weather's so nice. Yeah. They'll come out here and they'll have lunch and they'll go and they'll feed the animals, they'll pet the horses. Mm-hmm. And, You know, they I, I my kids raise show goats. Yeah, you're very for, involved in like 4 yeah, 4H H and, and, and the FNF fair, yeah, all FNF. that. Yeah. So we have those two and um but it's amazing um cuz I I'm fortunate enough to see those kids in the office at their at their their day program when they're in a building and then out here. And it's like day and night, yeah, you're like, "Is that the same kid that I've seen two days ago yeah, so you know there, there is something to it for sure um yeah, you know you don't need science to tell you that you just your own eyes and yeah your you know, gut your gut feeling, yeah you, know, you you um you know the old um believe none of what you see and half of what you well, none of what you hear and half of what you see, yeah, okay, well, yeah you you see this and you know that you know that these kids are something's happening even though they they're you know some of them aren't even able to um to make any kind of communication but uh, but they but they do communicate and uh so it 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 it's awesome but that's what we do um and again I I work for the public um and I I have lessons. Um, I help buy and sell horses. People, yeah. you know, are looking for horses. They they get a hold of me, you do consultation, all that. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm you know, I I I um I I judge horse shows when, you know, when when I'm asked. Mm-hmm. Um So <clears throat> this is this is what keeps it afloat, you know. Yeah. So you mentioned you've you mentioned specifically
0: that you're doing this for the public, so I always mm-hmm. I say your previous venture was that all just private because well, it, you were trying to well, make it, a big name
1: no it, it, it's um it's a you know it, it, this is not I wouldn't call this a public stable, it's a private stable that say you're Joe public and you got a horse that you want you know want me to ride. Uh-huh. Or want me to train, or you want lessons with? And so, by you saying you want you to ride,
0: you want it. You want to break the horse in, so break it's... it or
1: or um, fix it. Uh, some horses come with a lot of problems. Oh, I remember the one that booked Bobby off. Yeah. Bobby off. Robbie. Yep. Yeah, yep. I remember that. That so, was a mean horse. N- <laughs> so, um, you know, um, that's that's what we do. But on the other hand, um, I've gotten older, just a little bit older. Yeah, and. I'm a little more careful of, of of what I take when when I was a your age. choosy, yeah. When I was your age, I mean, if it had hair and four legs, I would ride it. Yeah. And so yeah, I'll be damned. I'm gonna make this yeah. horse. Yeah, and and it, it took a toll on the body, but yeah. now,
0: you know what? I, have they, you had to turn horses like like there was? Have you had to essentially quit from trying to break a, a horse or or two? It- um. <clears throat> 'Cause obviously you have to come across one that's just either you're not gonna mesh with or you're know, just the, too the, far. Gone. The whole
1: thing is um I let that little inner voice in the back of your <laughs> your brain. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, horses are gonna like and, and the sad thing about it in my business, um, people show up, not many, but 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 people will show up and say, Oh, you know, Um, the last trainer got, you know, didn't want to ride him because he, he, you know, he, he, he doesn't want to lope or he, he kind of bucked a little bit. And then you find out that this horse had had been, you know, bucked out at the rodeos for the last two years and taught to buck. So, um, you, you kind of have to, yes, I need the business, but no, Mm -hmm. I don't need, this horse to, yeah. to end my business. Yeah. So you, you have to, and I haven't had many because honestly, um, if you set a price that you think you're worth, yeah. only people that have horses that they've paid a little bit of money for mm-hmm. that are willing to put that investment in are going to pay that kind of price for your services. So, if you're the cheapest guy in town, and <laughs> not always the right and, way to go, you're, you're going to be the brokest down guy in town, yeah. So, um, you know, and and you just I've been doing this all my life, basically, yeah. Um, I watched the crap that my dad had to ride, mm-hmm. and like he knew that it was crap. Yeah, but he had to take the business. It was an extra two hundred dollars a month, or what have you. I I just um, I don't I don't want to put myself in that in that in that box. Yeah, and I I, I had to at one you know point, at one point, but yeah. but now
0: you know, you've you've created something to kind of elevate yourself, just, yeah. just just a bit to enough where you don't have right. to do that,
1: or or you know what I yeah. I I I do enough outside um other than the horse training to to help make a living so um you do some modeling right yes yeah underwear mm -hmm. joe boxer (laughs) you know the whole nine yards but um yeah um, and that's the biggest thing is um there's never you never run out of work yeah ever yeah you know if 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 you've got a, a good work uh Ethic, and that's what I try to tell my kids. Mm-hmm. you know, if you got a good work ethic, you will always have somebody who wants to hire you, yeah, whether it's you know picking up dog poop or <laughs> or or that's, that's my guy, you know what? job's a job so but that's uh, so far it's it's working. yeah Yeah. so how many how many horses do you take in uh i try to take either two or three no more than three because yeah okay i mean i i want to do something other than just ride horses seven days a week yeah it makes sense you know you love it but you still need to leave room for yeah and and you know and um my kids ride um especially my little one she competes dana competes Mm -hmm. so you know got to make room for for family too yeah for um, sure the first time around i didn't it was it didn't it you know it it i i lived it breathed it ate it 24 7 and it almost broke me yeah and that that is um that was the biggest lesson i learned was you know what um don't overdo yourself to the point where you're going to lose everything so yeah trying to chase <clears throat> yeah trying to chase the almighty dollar trying to you know bigger better you know and so it it was a it was a life lesson Mm -hmm. learned you move on yeah you know and and so but this is where we're at and um we're, we're fortunate enough to um to have a lot of different events out here um you know, we have quinceaneras, we have parties. We yeah. um, two years ago when when Dana was uh, had her uh, preschool, we held a fall festival here. It was almost five hundred people at one time out here. What? Yep. Wow. It was great. So um, a couple of the four H clubs use it. As a matter of fact, tomorrow I have um, a local four H club that's going to come out here. And use um, our backyard and the arena for a couple hours. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's all it's all part of the. I mean, this community's been so good to to me mm-hmm. and, and my and my kids and my family, uh, even through the hard times. Mm-hmm. Um, if they take up a couple hours of my Sunday morning backyard, that's the least I can do.
3: Yeah
0: and it's going to it's going to repay itself yeah and, and, in the future you know
1: and if it doesn't at least you know you know the you don't need a plaque mm-hmm. to uh to feel good about doing something good yeah and i think that's the problem everybody wants to do something and they want <clears throat> you know, they want recognition, recognition. I hate that. I I want it back.
0: And I I want it public. I I did this because I expected you to do this. It's like, whoa! why didn't you just do
1: this? Because you're a good person or something. because Because you, because you wanted to do it. Yeah. And you know, and, and so that's, that's the biggest thing that, um, you know, I, um, I try to tell my kids don't ever do something for someone in need and expect to get paid back yeah if you're gonna do it do it because you want to do it do it because you know it's probably the right thing to do Mm -hmm. and just do it because we're supposed to do this yeah you know um there's enough shitty things in the world and there's enough shitty people doing shitty things to to good people in the world, don't, yep. don't be one of those. Don't be another one, yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's it's pretty simple, but apparently it's it's hard to learn.
0: <laughs> it is. Well, I think, you know, and you can probably attest to this too. I mean, you have to learn from failing yourself. I if, mean, after having, what, five kids?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like, I tell my kids, you can always learn something by watching or doing it the wrong way because you know you're gonna if 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 you did something and it didn't turn out guess what you learned (laughs) <laughs> how not to do it again yeah. and if you do it again then you're a
0: dumbass that's the thomas edison quote where well, yeah. it's like
1: i didn't figure
0: out a right way to do it i found out a thousand ways not, not to, to do it. it yeah exactly you have to
1: fail you,
0: you have and, and you have to be comfortable and anybody with failure anybody
1: that says that they've never failed um bullshitting. well and not only that if you haven't you haven't actually tested yourself mm-hmm. you have you're living in a flipping some, bubble somewhere and yeah. you know and but That's 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 the biggest thing, and and it's hard. It's hard. It's it's hard to fail. It's hard to admit you fail, Mm -hmm. you know, and then it's hard to admit to yourself that you failed. Yeah. So it's it's a triple whammy. But um, I think if you if you're humble and you let your humility um, that was bestowed upon you when you were a little kid Mm -hmm. like our parents did to us Mm -hmm. because i know your mom and your dad yeah um it shouldn't be hard but it just seems it seems the hardest thing in today's um um society is to admit that you did something wrong or to admit that you're wrong yeah you know and that might come because people
0: will then judge you for that moment instead of allowing you to grow from that moment
1: well the, the thing about it is um you know if you've got people judging you um then what are they doing in your life
3: yeah
0: yeah you, you know, can get constructive on. criticism and whatnot but that's if another it's thing. literally just
1: judgmental yeah. um you know criticism so um you know and, and raising three teenagers and uh an 11 year old girl in you know because kyler's
0: that's not not your average 11 year old girl this is (laughs) she is a firecracker
1: the 11 going on 30. (laughs) but um (laughs) in, in this in this day and time um you know you you i i haven't inner you know anxiety about it yeah every day when when they go to work or go to school or you know hey we're gonna we, you know like lexi dad we're going to walmart oh, yeah. you know we'll be back and like oh. yeah yeah but you um <clears throat> my motto has always been with my kids as it has with my horses and it's kind of a a bent way to look at it but this is the way it is if you bring me a horse and you tell me you got a year to make him as broke and gentle and the best horse that you can absolutely make Uh in a year you're going to get a pretty good horseback. one that you know may um May try different things with you once you take him home, but is never because he, because his foundation was was done right or what I think is right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, that horse will always come back to you. He'll always learn, you know, gain respect. You can gain respect for that or that horse, you know, to respect you again and yeah. to and to say, oh, okay, yeah, I did learn to stop I did learn to turn I did learn to do this and that this is my same theory with my kids at the age of 18 everything I bestowed upon them everything that I instilled you know good um, even if they stray they'll they'll know how to get back on the straight and narrow Mm -hmm. and it may it may take some help yeah but um, you know, that's, that's where I'm at. Um, so as my kids go on and become adults, you know, um, that was the the thing I told Matt, you know, is, you know, what kind of man you need to be? Yeah. Go be that man. And if you ever need, you know, help, I'm here. And, you know, it's been six months since he's been gone and he's in California. He's in right? California. He's, he's gonna go to Chapman University. Yeah. Is he is studying he law enforcement? No, he's not playing. He he refuses to play. Um <laughs> he's going I mean to that's a good move in this day and age. Yeah um, sure. he's going to law enforcement. What he what he is really heavy in is um powerlifting. Yeah. I've seen those videos. He came down here two the weeks monster, ago. man. He came down here two weeks ago and won the um the powerlifting tournament here uh, a cumulative uh weight on three lifts uh 1284 yeah 501 i believe in the deadlift um Jeez. 340 in the bench and he was pretty upset cuz he's usually 390 oh yeah but, he and then and day. then and then the um uh i believe the squat but anyways it was he qualified for nationals the kid can go to nationals he's only 18 yeah and he's competing against the twenty-year-olds, and he's beating them. Yeah. And so, but like I tell him, son, that's you know, that horse meat. Yeah. You know, I'm like, son, you, you've only got one body. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah. 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 Careful, careful. It's all about the rehab. It's, it's all about the rehab. It's, yep. It is all about
0: the yep. rehab. Yeah. It's, it's what are you doing? So you're asking so much out of your body. Right. You have to do so much
1: to let it recover. Yeah. You have to rest it and you have and to supplement exactly. it like adequately. So and it's the same thing with our horses. I mean, if you if you ride one to the point where you you uh, fatigue them, you're yeah. going to get hurt. Yeah, you're going to get hurt for, for sure. sure. And then it, you're not going to get anything the next day. Yeah. yeah. And, and so, but anyways it's um that's what we're doing you know we're we're raising kids and um like i said i started late in life raising kids <laughs> but uh, i need somebody to change my diaper when i'm <laughs> when i'm in the nursing home yeah you do refill the <laughs> and refill the the liquor yeah, liquor cabinet yep but yeah it's um but i wouldn't have any other you know, any other life. Yeah, I um, can't picture you living any other way than I've, than what you're doing. I've now. tried living every other life. Yeah. And I always come back to this. So you know, for now, this and, and I'm getting too old to start a new career, you know. <laughs> um, so this is what I'm gonna do until I can't do it anymore. Um so the burning question, I made a joke about it, but mm-hmm. have
0: you had horse have you eaten a horse steak? I've
1: never eaten horse, but I have eaten burro, burro. Oh, Tonky. like an ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ass. You, you I eat mean, ass? ass. Yeah. <laughs> um, I. You know, it, it's so controversial right it's now. Uber. You know the the like, um, and I'm not going to get into the uh, the, the, there's there's, you know there there's one thing that I that I refuse to do like. Three years ago, I got on Facebook. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Ooh, I still had a flip phone, so I had to get <laughs> I had to get a a, a flipping iPhone to get on Facebook. Yeah. you know. And uh, thank you, Alexa, for pushing me that way. Um, <laughs> not, not Alexa, the Google. Uh, no, my yeah, daughter. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, in real early in my Facebook infancy, <laughs> um, I decided that I wasn't going to talk about. Politics, Mm -hmm. or post about politics. Yeah, you know, um, I I, I'll comment on on um, you know, as far as my religious belief, Mm -hmm. um, I'll comment just um, very briefly on on you know on, on on certain situations, you know. Yeah. I thank God for this and I, I uh-huh. you know rest in peace and he's he's in God's hands. But I will not get into politics. Not mm-hmm. on Facebook. Yeah I, yeah. I just won't because it, it, it's a hotbed. For me, Facebook is about, you know, your family and everything good. Um and you can go back through my facebook and it and it's all about my kids my family yeah i'm trying to think i'm trying to catch you and i can't yeah, go Be back good. i'm telling you and and it's just um um do i have my you know um political beliefs yes how could you not Yeah. but but unless you want to come and sit down with me and talk about it boom that's
0: it do this because how know? are you going to understand each other? Right. One over text, and two
1: <clears throat> through these little screens. You're and, not. And three, what makes you right and me wrong? Are you wrong and me right? Yeah. It's what you believe, mm-hmm. and it's what I believe. And 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 good, bad, or otherwise, mm-hmm. it's still what you believe and what I believe. Yeah. And we're entitled to our own belief. Yeah. It's, it's just a, like religion,
0: you know? It's like a competition because everybody just exactly. wants to be right. I wanna win. Exactly. To right.
1: And and this is what I think you need to um to believe because of this, 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 and this, and you know, and, and shame on you if you don't. Mm-hmm. And so I just stay away from it. It's a good move. I you know, to me, I enjoy Facebook. Um, you know, Dana jumps my ass quite a bit because I, <laughs> uh, I i want to know what my family and friends are doing yeah you know mm-hmm. i want to know um the, the you know the good things yeah and the bad things i just scroll through them yeah i, just, I don't i don't pay t- t- attention there's
0: so many times where i just want to like maybe throw my two cents i'm like mm-hmm. you know it's not worth it no yep. it's not i've been there I, I i had a good like five years of posting you mm-hmm. know political stuff mm-hmm. and i'm
1: just like it's not worth it anymore it's not and it's a shame that there's um you know there's families and friends that are being lost over it yeah and in the end it's you know it's this tribalism exactly what it is and you know it's um it's just sad and and i guess i'll leave it at that and the thing about it is um you know a horse doesn't (laughs) yeah. <laughs> doesn't 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 have any any affiliation with yeah, with yeah, yeah. with any um, well a donkey does uh, a, yeah. a donkey does <laughs> but it has no affiliation with a, they don't care if you're republican independent uh, atheist Catholic. yeah you name yeah. it they don't care who yeah. you are when when they're on you when you're on them you know and so um i don't but um so you haven't had horse meat. <laughs> i have not had horse meat (laughs) i have had donkey meat though was that in tj no actually back in the day when 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 we were little yeah um there's a local breeder here in um in tacna Uh that would have a barbecue and every year he would he would pit donkey meat yeah what's that like it's kind of dry and um mm-hmm. um kind of greasy. Okay.
0: Cuz Cause, so, cause there's a donkey and then there's a burro, a burro, right? It's the same burro.
1: thing. Burro is a Mexican What's version the, of a donkey. A mule, a mule is a cross
0: between a burro and a horse, and they are usually infertile, right? You usually. can't breed yes. them. Yes. Yeah, they're they're yeah,
1: they're they're sterile. Yeah, sterile. But um burros are what you see you know, um, when I guess there were burrows when they were wild, and yeah. when we domesticated them, we called them donkeys. Oh, gotcha. Okay, but Makes. but you know they're the same thing. But no, um, you know horse meat is, I guess, in, uh, in Europe it's it's quite the delicacy. That's what I hear. I hear killer whales really good too, which that's mm. a big thing to kind of learn. Yeah. That's what I heard. I I I've never. You know, I know that they eat dolphins and stuff like that. And oh, Killer Well that's is part no, of the dolphin. Yeah. Japan. But, you know, yes. Um I know that the the what they call the the horse killer market um is um is big and it's and it's ninety what's hundred percent export. Got so it, yeah, because it's not legal here. It's not legal here, I believe. They've...
0: Especially for commercial sale, just like um, you can't really sell um, elk and and uh, deer and stuff.
1: Mm, yeah, um, I don't. I don't think you can. Um, well, I know you can't. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, you can eat buffalo commercially now. Oh yeah. Yum. Yeah. Yeah. Buffalo I guess. and then beefalo, which is a, a oh a mix a mix of nice. a, a, a beef Ooh. buffalo cross because mm,
0: yeah the buffalo will be real lean right mm-hmm. and then the uh the beef gives you that like fat right. fattiness
1: but i love that oh, well the the best the best meat you will ever find will <laughs> will have the marbling yeah and there's a you know working in the feed yard for all my life yep yep um you find that um the only way you can get really good marbling in beef is by age the older the 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 cow the, the cow or the steer, steer the longer they have for the meat the the actual fat to penetrate into the meat yeah. and that's what gives you um the best meat you, you know the aged meat they call it yeah yeah well um,
0: yeah there's guys that'll um there's a practice where they'll they'll leave meat out for years mm-hmm. years out and then and then what they'll do is when they're ready to serve it they'll just trim off the out the outer layer that's um, that's not know, that rotted. crazy yeah <laughs> like aged meat like that is ridiculous no. but
1: um but the these older um older cattle that are you know almost two years old yeah. three years old they they've actually uh, if they're fed right, they're actually really good meat. Damn, you said two or three years old.
0: What's the average lifespan for a, for a cow that's going to like, the like slaughter? Like a commercial? Yeah.
1: Um. Probably about thirteen months. 14 Wow. Damn. Yeah. So I'm so. trying
0: to I'm trying to remember, you know, because I, I worked at, uh, yeah. obviously at McLean in, in, in like the the shoot right. and, and all that, all the and and
1: processing and all that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah but. Um, it, uh, it, it's, it's, uh, it was a really educational, uh, time for me as far as, um, uh, because I used to sort that, sort all the cattle, mm-hmm. like cut off the fats, the, the biggest ones that were ready to go. Oh, okay. And then I would drive up to, um, the slaughter plant every Where two weeks that? in, um, uh, Tullison. Okay. It was Sunland beef and McElhain cat company owned 66% of it. Uh. so i would go up there and i would follow the whole process i would load the cattle follow them up unload them see how they're handled because bruising is very important Oh yeah, they, yeah. they bruise you know they run into the fence or something and uh, then you've got to cut that piece off because it's bruised and like you know they get bruised in the rump, and you cut off four or five dollar piece of prime meat. Yeah. yeah, and then how they're killed, um, what they weigh, you know, alive, what they weigh dead, and then how they grade, how the USDA grades them. Is that based on the marbling or on that- the marbling of the ribeye? Okay, so they they open up the ribeye, and you have a an FDA inspector looking at the ribeye and seeing the marbling or the fat yes yeah. that's, that's in the ribeye and that's you know select choice prime grade mm-hmm, all mm-hmm. that so it was it was a real interesting um um time in my life yeah you know was that your uh, your early 20s or? my early 20s when I went to work for McElhaney uh-huh. yeah, I went there to work for Three three months, and I ended up staying three and a half years. That's <laughs> How it goes? Yeah, I know, but you did got it. roped in.
0: <laughs> it, Pun intended. It did.
1: Yeah, and then um, you know, as as you, that was your first job. Mm-hmm. You yep. know, same thing with me; it was my first job. It's what our parents did. Yep. So, but <clears throat> the good thing about that is it showed us that. We didn't want to do that job yeah. forever. Oh,
0: that's all I heard was you oh. know, for everybody there. It's like just keep going to school. Don't, yep. Yep. don't yep. be down here. Yep. Yeah, and for again,
1: sure. it, it, there's there's it, um, not that I'm lazy, but I don't want to work that hard for that Damn. many years and and still not have you know much to show. Yep. So yeah. that's exactly what it is. But was. it. it I mean, for high
0: school, it was it was, it was was decent little money. Yeah. You know, it was hard work. Yeah. Especially it was in the summer. So it's 115 and, 122 degrees. And out. especially
1: um, coming home Friday night at, you know, three in the morning after a football game, you're all bruised up. And then yeah. at 4.30, you're oh, leaving. God. You're leaving to go to work. Oh, I remember. For I remember, 10, 12 hours. I remember my dad convinced
0: me to still work through high school for like the first bit. And uh-huh. yeah, I would play a football game because I would work the weekends. Football yep. game was on Friday night. Yep. Go out, party, mm-hmm. and then wake up at at, at, at that point, I was it wasn't the shoot, because at the shoot, I had to wake up at 1.30 in yeah, the morning. Yeah, you were processing and back then. Yeah. And yeah. But but when I went back to school, he had me working with the uh, the doctor. So oh, I would yeah. go in at 5.30 in the morning. You had to wait and, till the sun came up, or at least you could see. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and uh, yeah, go through the pens and find the sick, sick ones, ones, get them uh, out, and then go to the sick pen and find out what Ollie. that one had right. and, and give them certain mm-hmm. medications it was definitely interesting for sure
1: mm-hmm. um, it's an yeah. education and, and not a lot of people not a lot of kids oh. had that opportunity yeah you know and uh, here i am in you know my 50s and um, i'm still doing that mm-hmm. but on a smaller level you know with yeah. uh, with, with people's animals well you so. showed
0: me that um that that cow was that a cow or was it was that a horse a horse uh-huh. that ripped open his hindquarters
1: you know mm-hmm you had to stitch that bad bad boy up four and a half I, hours worth. Yeah. Yeah, that was a long one. But it's it's um the sad thing about it is, you know, by no means am I a vet. I don't claim to be a vet. Yeah. I've worked for a vet, I've done this all my life, but people, you know, that have animals um have these problems mm-hmm. where where they first of all they, they get an injury to their animal. Yep. Second of all, they can't get a vet to get to administer first aid, and if they can find a vet, they can't afford it. Yeah, you know, hardworking people that that are living paycheck to paycheck, you which know? are relying on that animal for a source of income as well. Yeah, you know, or, or even a pet, you know, or or um, um, a, a horse, um, you know, but. It, um, I help when I can and if I can, and you know, um, I guess that's that's what we were put on this earth to do. Yeah, it's what you have a
0: gift and, and you're ready to bestow that. Um, you know, when somebody puts up the Mario bat
1: signal, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm unfortunately, I um, I do what I can do, and you know, that's
0: yeah. I mean, that's all we can ask for is that you you have you've, you've learned so much mm-hmm. through your life and just dealing with this, right. and now you have the opportunity to bestow information yep. and, and, and knowledge and, and, and service and help
1: and help when 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 I can, mm-hmm. um, you know, that's that's the I think that's the biggest thing that that my dad, your granddad, yeah, um, you know, um, instilled in me was that you help when somebody needs help mm-hmm. if you can help yeah you know and um if it's a skill that you can help you know that you can help somebody with yeah. then you know because i was my dad i mean he tremendous well they were a staple in dome valley I mean, yeah he he'd you know get up in the middle of the night and go help somebody that had a sick horse or a sick cow or you know um but so i'm carrying the torch i guess yeah you know until i don't know maybe my little one is my my hope that she's gonna kind of follow my footsteps the horse whisperer yeah the well <laughs> um, <laughs> the the horse whisperer i i had an article done on me um years ago when i had a kid and we were going to go to the world show and uh a reporter came out and the they um they asked you know well you know are you a horse whisperer and and (laughs) i i said something to the extent you know i've tried whispering to them but they just didn't listen so i had to start yelling (laughs) and um but that's hollywood just romanticizing it yeah it's not a horse whisper you just um you just learn how to read a horse's body and so you is there is there a moment
0: when you're either on the horse or working with it where you just feel a switch mm-hmm. and the
1: horse finally connects with you mm-hmm. what's that like uh well it, it's 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 rewarding because especially if you've fought one for a while and not and when i when i say fight it's not you know <laughs> just beat on them don't you call Peter? yeah no kidding like and you know we're, we're already in the hot seat um, <laughs> but um it's not you you train, you train, you train, and for whatever reason, um, that you know they're they're combative. Um, so what you do is you almost have to back back off, give them some space. Yeah, and you can never ride a horse mad. I mean, if I've had a bad day and oh, maybe off that fought vibe. fought with the kids or yeah. or fought with the girlfriend or fought with somebody else and i'm upset the other (laughs) girl yeah no (laughs) um and then go get on a horse um it just doesn't work because because you're gonna take you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna take that physical yeah you know uh, um build up that you've got you know out on on the first thing that that the horse yeah. does. Yeah, yeah, where they mess and, up they don't do what you so want And so there's been times where um you know, I've I've gotten on horses and it's going bad and call it a day. It, it, you you know that you that you have to that you have to stop. Yeah. And you know the the, the biggest thing that you that you don't do with the horse is you don't quit when they're being bad because you've already you're teaching them to do something bad really good Mm -hmm. so basically Mm -hmm. you know like i have had people this this is a true story i've had people bring me horses out here and they're like every time we ask him to lope like to run he wants to buck i go okay and what do you do well we stop him Okay, and then what do you do? Well, we ask him to run again, and then we stop him. And I'm like, have you ever asked him to just keep running? Well, no, because he's bucking. The point is that that horse has learned that if I buck, or I threaten to buck, I get stopped. Yeah, I don't have to run. I don't want to run. I don't want to lope. Yeah. So the simple thing is, when he starts to do this, you ask him to go faster. And eventually you reprogram him that when I do this, I'm going to be asked to work more. you know And as soon as they get that, then, then that's when you stop. Yeah And you, you instill a, 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 you know a, a positive um, reinforcement. Yeah. yeah, you reinforce something positive that um that's part of training and you know there's no mystery in training there's no you know there's guys out there that are talented just talented people magic um it's not magic it's yeah. just these guys have figured out the the best way around a horse's mind and that that's really all it is mm-hmm. you know and and i know that in today's Cyber world, um, you have a lot of um, a lot of you know internet trainers. Oh yeah, arm armchair quarterbacks, as um, we say, and internet trainers and everybody you know, and um, but it, it isn't a mystery on on how to do it right, and and the the trick is to learn how to do it right. From somebody that's that somebody that's done it right. Yeah. You know. You can learn how to do it wrong from somebody that's done it oh, wrong. for sure. How long does it take you to get familiar
0: with the horse? It all depends. I mean with like average, like three days, three or three sessions before you um, can
1: kind of grasp it. It depends on 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 the horse. Um horses are just Well they're being, like individuals. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Every la- I I've ro- I've rode Twins, Like fraternal twins. Uh And they could not be more different. (laughs) You know, from day to night, I've rode full siblings that could not be more different. You know, so it all depends. Um, It all depends on what I try to do is, is I like to find out how a horse is bred, the lineage. Okay. I study the lineage a lot. And what the lineage will tell you usually is, it, it gives you kind of a um, a platform on maybe if you study the lineage long enough, mm-hmm. it'll it'll give you a a blueprint yeah. on on how to possibly that approach lineage this one. breaks out. How yeah. how you know? Um, um, so if you ride enough of them, um, like I have a horse right now. He's, a, he's an ex-racehorse, um, Chava Reese, that owns Miranchito, here in town. The Mexican restaurant. The Mexican restaurant. Shout restaurant. out. Uh, Mi Ranchito, Don Chava. <laughs> so he brings me this racehorse, and he is a grandson of a horse called Mr. Jess Perry, who... You just Google Mr. Jess Perry. Jess Perry. Jess. G-E-S-S. Okay. Oh, J-E-S-S, J-E-S-S Perry. Mr. Jess Perry. Well... I've rode a couple of the, the Jess Perrys, and this horse, even though he has a different mother, is pretty much the same because that that's how strong that lineage is, mm-hmm. and so it really makes you look good to your customer
2: when but you come correct. You, you come yeah, with the facts, his little spreadsheet. But when you said yeah. the
0: horse the um the horse Carfax yeah, the horse Carfax <laughs> so.
1: It, you know, it, it just. Um, what up, D? Hey, I, you're <laughs> next. Uh, <laughs> she she just got back from. Where were you, babe? The hot air balloon. <coughs> the balloon festival. The hot air balloon festival. I wanted to, to, I wanted to see that. Oh. They didn't
2: even go up today. Are
0: Why not? You guys, are you recording? Yeah, I'm recording. It don't matter. <laughs> um, they didn't go up. There's too so much wind. They didn't even blow up at all. What about That's tomorrow? To over. Yeah. So the event is just done. Or is it tomorrow?
2: Firing, like the food booths and the games,
0: but the balloons are out. Gone. But but are the balloons going up tomorrow? They're gonna try, but they didn't go up this morning either. Uh, no. We'll see. She went up last year. Yeah. Yo. Yeah. It was fun. Is it, does it have your face on it? Yeah. No, the balloon. No. It has our. Fam- it has
1: family partners around it. It's a logo. We need to get family partners on the podcast. I
2: Come on.
0: <laughs>
1: I was giving him a shout out here with your DTA program and bringing the kids out. I appreciate it. Yeah. We'll catch up. Okay. We'll catch up. He's coming back. He's going to he's going to tune on Caesar a little bit. <laughs> caesar he was here a while he already. Yeah, like almost 2 hours. I'm like, "Hey, I'm watching. <laughs> um, I'm going to I'm going
2: to head up. All right, babe. I'm really okay. I'm going to arrive. Oh my
1: God! Go get some rest. Ay uh, Dios. <laughs> but yeah, it's um, you know, I guess the way I I could describe what what I do for a living is um,
3: just
0: be gi- a badass gi- mother,
1: giving a new be look, giving a new look to an old game. Yeah, because what I'm what I did, my dad did, his brothers did, and hundreds of other people have done for for hundreds of years. Mm-hmm. Now what we're doing is we're just we're making we're getting better horses, mm-hmm. we're training better because the animals are better, just like everything, and we have more knowledge, and we have more knowledge and and uh, you know, I mean, hell, raining was an Olympic sport couple of years ago what was raining raining yeah the, the rain the raining the you know where they spin and slide and all Oh, that really stuff. yeah i didn't know that yeah the olympics um i believe in the early 2000s yeah but yeah they it, they tried it and um it was an, ex, an, an exhibition sport but mm-hmm. but uh i'll tell you some bad dudes are flipping italians oh yeah oh dude Ooh. the italians, italians huh? love the reigning horses they're, they're 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 pretty um you know they've really um taking taken something that we as americans invented yeah and they've just taken it another level mm-hmm. yeah the, the, those italians are, are pretty badass Hey, Italians. Italianos. But um <laughs> what's it called when you make
0: that the horse like dance, dance? and do and um, prance <clears throat> and all that? That's called
1: dressage. Dressage, that's right. That's the, right. Uh, dressage. Um mainly that was that was started in Europe, of course. Um Royalty. Royalty, yeah. And um but we in the United States, I mean, you know, we started the the actual horse on horseback, uh, you know, events on horsebacks, um, came from the old the, the Mexican vaquero. Mm-hmm. The the Got vaqueros on. from from Mexico came up, and you know, if you touch on your history, as 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 um, America was moving west, um, the Mexican vaqueros actually came up and. Um, um, taught the settlers uh, settlers how to work on a horse on Mm -hmm. horseback Mm -hmm. you know so um that's that's a that's a long-standing tradition um but um then we as americans just make it we we you know we modified it made it better and here we are but it you know it, it started um the true the true um Vaquero on horseback was, you know, originated in Mexico. And um, what I was told is the owner of um, the Vale Ranch, where, where mm-hmm. my uncle was mm-hmm. back in the 50s, would hire only cowboys from Sonora mm-hmm. because he... he Traditionalist. he And he thought those were some of the best cowboys in, in, in the world for what he did was, yeah. was ranching. So, yeah, it's kind of cool, but yeah, again, it's, it's in cool. my DNA, and it's, it's in yours too. It's there for sure, <laughs> for sure. I can't
0: remember the last time I was actually on a horse. Oh man! <laughs> Shout out to um, one of my ex girlfriends, though. We we came out to um, when Nana and thought that we're still living in Dome Valley. Dome Valley, and. No fear, man. She, We asked her, like, you want to get on a horse? She got on a horse and just took off. No way. Yeah, I guess she had just came back from, like, a South Africa trip where they went horseback riding. Oh. So she just looked like a badass. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's all right. Yeah, that was, uh, but I can't remember the last time I was on a horse. I need to bring, uh, every well, time I bring down the kids, I'm like, we need to get them on the
1: horse. Uh, you know where I live? Barely. No, yeah, Barely. Come <laughs> on, man. Yeah. You, it, hopefully you'll start coming down. I mean, you've, like, Caesar's, like he's probably hiring an agent right now. I'm, yeah. I'm telling you, dude. <laughs> he, you know, he's getting the makeup, you know, yeah. makeup guy, the whole nine yards. He's That's so funny. He's he's hiring an agent and he's probably going to build a studio right in his backyard <laughs> where where you can come and talk to him at least, you know, once a week or every other week. Yeah, well, I imagine he's got stories upon stories. That guy for 23 years in law enforcement. Um he's got a of them how'd you guys meet just being neighbors he moved in in august where he lives uh-huh. and he lives right as you turn off yeah that red house okay and i moved in here in september of the same year like okay like three weeks apart yeah and um i got here and i started to ride a horse for a friend of uh theirs and then his wife lynn came down and she had just gotten a horse and mm-hmm. said I, you know i well, I heard you're a trainer, and and uh, I'd like to um, bring this horse to you. I'm like, sure. Well, then Dana, and she's gonna deny this. Oh, okay. I went to school with her, allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. Yep. Yeah. No, I went to school with her. She was a freshman. I was a junior, and of course, I was too cool for school and didn't give her the time of day. You know, but no i knew her from school yeah you know back in the 80s and um lynn said well you know we have a mutual friend you know dana um and i'm like oh okay well dana had just gotten a horse Uh uh-huh and so um she called me up said hey you know it's been like 20 years since i rode and i want lessons and uh so next thing you know, she comes down here for lessons, and she's still here. Yeah, <laughs> three years later, she ain't never left. <laughs> he never left. But and so that's how we met. Um, could not have. I mean, they're not they're not friends. They're family. Yeah, yeah. They're they're just you know they're they're just
0: good people. Yeah, I definitely so, got, got just the coolest vibe from him. The yeah. first time I
1: met him a few months ago, and good guy. Yeah. Um, what every cop i mean in my opinion needs to follow because he's like we were talking you know 23 years of law enforcement yeah from everything Mm -hmm. and he's still not a jaded man yeah seriously and he still sees you know good in people um still has um um you know this sense of duty yep that 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 he still feels you and know, you get that
0: too because it seems like he's instilled that in his son who's now yep. on the force up in yep. michigan as yeah. he was saying.
1: and um um all all three of his boys are yeah the, the the boy in michigan um just got on the force um his other son is a teacher but he, he was a probation officer at one time but now he's a teacher and then um his youngest who just got married last weekend shout out alex hey and amanda um is um is a nurse and so um yeah they're a great family yeah we they are dear dear friends and um when we're not down there they're over here (laughs) you know yeah call them up hey we're gonna cook some carne asada bring it and said boy they or we'll go down there but yeah, he's got a million he's got a million um flipping stories that'll just you know, some'll make you cry, some will make you wet your pants. Yeah, oh no, for sure. I mean when you're in that line of work, it's and I got the chills at least at least four or five times talking to him. Yeah, and he you know he, the way all, he was talking about it. It's all stuff. real. Yeah. I mean, it's all real. it's he's lived it, he's um um you know, there's 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 no bullshit in it. Mm-hmm. And so but there's there's a lot of um um up and coming and um young guys that are going into public service especially law enforcement probably sit down and talk to him yeah when matthew uh my, my oldest con- he's um you know he he left here he was going to go to college on um on a history major and about a month before he started, he just said, you know what, daddy goes, I I really want to get into law enforcement as he put it. You know, I want to, I want to, I want to kick down doors. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I go, why don't you call Caesar? And so he, he called Caesar and Caesar talked to him for, you know, several times, but yeah, you know, long periods of time. Yeah. And, um, really gave him um you know a new, a new um, way to look at law enforcement you know it isn't just kicking down doors yep you know and, and it's not just um, you know um, trying to uh clean up the town in one day <laughs> it was yeah. but that was my 18 year old you know oh, I'm, I'm gonna yeah 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 you know this is why I'm gonna do it I'm gonna I'm gonna Break down doors mm-hmm. and at that age you're invincible, guides. you know. Yeah, you're not going to blow out your knee. And so yeah, and so Caesar really um, tuned him down. <laughs> like, hey, whoa, you know. Oh. So um, he um, advised him on on a couple classes to take that are going to help him to not just be a beat cop. You know, mm-hmm. I'd hate to see my kid about it. I'd hate to see my kid thirty years into the force and. You know, and there's nothing wrong with it because there, there are officers out there that that's all they want to do. Well, yeah,
0: because uh, Caesar just, Caesar remarked about as he moved up, it's, it becomes very political and,
1: and right. very bureaucratic. So You're there right. is that negative side of uh-huh. that. But, yeah, yeah, you do want to move up. Right. So, um, you know, and he tried to, he told him to to think federal, you know, go federal, mm-hmm. either DEA or, you know, what have you. Um but i guess it's better than when he was you know 14 when he was 14 he he didn't even want to go to his graduation because he was going to join the marines oh he was going to <laughs> he was going to be shipped out and he was going to you know solve the middle east problems. Crisis. yeah no, so, never you know like you know never happened but anyways that you know and, and i'm appreciative for that because um you know i mean i know caesar you know seizing, you know like a son and his and and, family and, and 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 gives him good advice I've, I've never ever worried about my kids wanting to talk to caesar or lynn where i would say oh, well i hope that you know that that they steer them in the right way because i know they do yeah and they have and so it's um it's kind of a, a nice um a nice feeling to to you know we we all have an enormous ab- amount of friends, but very few true true friends, mm-hmm. acquaintances, acquaintances, yeah, yeah, and then yeah actual uh, friends and, and very very you know that, that you can trust your kids with yeah and it's like huge you know
0: well like you said every time they walk out the front door
1: it's you're just like ooh yeah you oh, just hold your breath and and you exhale when they come back or you hear from them. <sighs> you know for sure like my my kids it's like call me when you get there dad i'm going to the chevron i don't care you call me when you're going (laughs) you know but a different world we live in and um you know we 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 act accordingly now so but it's it's um you know it's 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 gonna get better yeah not that it's bad bad but no. but it can always get better perspective for sure so hold that thought i got I really gotta go to the bathroom ah. <laughs> oh.
0: yeah we'll take a quick break all right, Woo. Do that
1: right ah, hold it? going through you oh yeah i thought you were getting cold Where, where are you staying with your mom? Yeah.
0: Oh. Yeah, baby,
1: yeah. How is old Sandy? She's doing all right.
0: You're good. She got too much stuff. You know?
1: You think? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, and the thing about it, if you go through some of her shit, it's probably worth a lot of money. Bro, and tell me why. We're back by the way. Uh. Tell me
0: why I get home, I go to Angry Crab for some lunch. I get mm-hmm. home and she's watching this antique show where they find, you know, these dumpster finds and they're cleaning them up. Right. I'm like this is the worst show for you to watch. Uh, <laughs> Cuz no they're getting shit. all this kind of money for like this as they like they find it, clean it up and resell it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like oh, you yeah. should not be watching this show. <laughs> that is your mother. Yeah. Um Your sister. My sister. So, um what other passions did you have, as far as i don't know things that you may be considered like a career, or like what do you do now, like like you know for fun, for entertainment to unwind um, you know you have a pretty demanding
1: yeah career you know the thing that that's that's actually a good question because me and Dana talk about that quite a bit <laughs> where you, you gotta know. separate oh well, yeah, um uh i I guess the way we we unwind is we m- my thing is and and this is probably um comes from you know being a bachelor for raising you know four kids you know by myself for over five years was like at the end of the day, I just want to sit down I turn on the t v and whatever's on, you know, is almost irrelevant. I just, just, you just my, have a moment my, to shut off the brain. My mind just shuts down, and um, you know. But we, we we're pretty active. Um, like I say, with with 4H and FFA, and um, on occasion, we'll just wake up and say, you know what? Let's drive to Wickenburg. We did that last year, and. We went a couple places, but um, we're we're always so busy. Yeah, you know we're we're always. She's like, look, what time is it? Uh, and she just came in because yeah. she's she's been doing the balloon festival. Mm-hmm. With with her job, it's it's fairly demanding. And with my job, the thing about animals is that's why I tell people, <laughs> animals don't give a crap. Yeah, they're not if on it's your schedule. Christmas, yeah, New Year's, your birthday, yep. Sunday your quinceanera your bar mitzvah they don't give a shit when they get sick or when they you know they need to be fed they need to be taken care of every day yeah um that they don't have especially horses in you know and livestock they're they're on a they're on a a 24-hour clock where they get up they eat they sleep they get up they eat they sleep they get up they eat they sleep you know and so if you're going to be in this business it's a lot of times it's um in september mm-hmm. we took uh three kids one being my own and two students and a couple parents and we went up to um Payson or uh Prescott Valley Prescott. Mm-hmm. to a to a barrel race, you know, to a competition. And, yeah. and that was that was fun. Was three days, you know, try to get out of this flipping heat. <laughs> yeah. And um but it, like everybody was having a good time but me because I was working. <laughs> I mean I, I'm taking my students, I'm taking my kids. Yeah. And you know, in not only you you leave your you know your your fishbowl and you swim out into the into the big pond yeah where you know you're going statewide so and, and it's nothing I, I, i haven't done before but that's when you you want to make sure that everything your girl's horses are working; that your kids understand. And, yeah, so you're you're almost in overtime, yeah. right there. Like and then overdrive you know, mode, and so and then you'll make sure the girlfriend's horses is, is working good too, because you know, you know the old happy happy life, happy wife, happy life. Um, so <laughs> the adage, the the whole thing, you know, I I'm dating a horse trainer, and you know, my horse better you know better be the best yeah that's right right, right. <laughs> so what, what's going on here <laughs> you know it's, it's like um you know like like you you know when your kids start playing guitar your kids are gonna your kids are gonna be the the best guitar players and at the school because you you know yeah. how to do it
0: yeah so well that's i think that's what kind of drove you right yeah. you know because you thought that was such um, a household name in in, in yuma that it drove you to. Well, oh, I got. I, I. can't live in that shadow.
1: Well, the the thing about it was, um, it was funny, and and we talked about it. We we touched a little bit on it last um, last time you were down. Um, you know, I was pretty fucked up last month. Yeah, was down. you you you, 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 <laughs> you, were, you were tore. You weren't tore up. You were tore down. Um, that we we were pretty much raised almost the same. We were raised by. Two guys that really, well, my dad, your granddad, you know, barely remembers his dad. I yeah. mean dad when he was six. Yeah. And, um, um, but that whole Mexican macho, you know, um, it, you, um, you don't see a lot of affection, um, especially in the in the age that our parents, our dads were raised in. Yeah, it, it's just this um, this silent. Um, you know, you got to make me proud. I'm not going to tell you. But you ought to know it. Well, they were hard dudes. I mean, my dad, my dad crossed here
0: illegally when he was fifteen and mm-hmm. got deported a handful of times. Like, mm-hmm. like so. When people talk negatively about you know illegal immigration, I was like, you're staring. Mm-hmm. You you sitting in front of me having this conversation. You're staring at at the byproduct of somebody that came here illegally. Right. And what am I doing that's so fucking negative? Yeah. And and yeah. So when you when you grew up that way, um you know, again, left his village in central Mexico yeah. to come and, you know, make yeah.
1: something. Yeah. That's gonna make you a certain type and, of person. And 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 the thing about it is, you know, I sit and I think if our parents didn't make that struggle to get here, mm-hmm. you know, where would we be? I I think I think of that yeah a lot like you know if if my dad at the age of 21 did not come over here and you know immigrated and worked and you know brought us over and um um where would we be so we wouldn't be you know, we wouldn't be you know where we are who we are mm-hmm. but um and not saying that we w- we wouldn't have made
0: something of ourselves no, down there, no, but, but it would have been it, a whole hell
1: of a lot harder. Yeah, it led to where we are now. Yeah, and but with that, it was, um, you know, we. I never the the whole thing with with my dad was he didn't know how to be a dad mm-hmm. because he he never the, the only model, you know father figure he ever had treated him like like an employee. Yeah. It was his brother-in-law. Yeah. And so yeah. I didn't expect a lot of, you know, son, um, you know, I love you and, and um, go, you know, you're doing a good job. I'm proud of you. I knew my dad was proud of me. Yeah. You know, it's just hard but for him to express it. it. It was just, it was, it was hard for him to express it. I remember, um, yeah. you know, my, uh, when I was playing football, um, and, um, had some pretty good games and, and um, um, there was a, a Mike Oden the owner of McElhaney and um, um, I can't remember his name but he had the patch over his eye oh what was his name as a teacher no it worked at McElhaney I don't recall uh, he, he worked with your dad he was one of the foremans too would like like on on Saturday would search me out yeah and like ah, you had a hell of a game man you guys are you know and and they would go and they'd tell my dad because i mean for four years like i told you um if it wasn't for my best friend's parents craig reed yeah um i wouldn't have had um parents night you know Every night, every, you know, every, when you've made varsity, you had parents night. Yep. yep. I made varsity all four years and, um, Bill and Gladys Reed would come and, um, Bill would, would be Craig's parent and Gladys would be mine. <laughs> Everybody thought I had a black mom, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and I mean, she, I love that woman, you know, like she was my mother cuz I was raised around her. Yeah. And she raised me. Um but if it wasn't for them, you know, cuz my parents were too busy busting their tail trying to raise busting six kids their asses they you were. You know, and it was like, you know, so it, it, that was the, the 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 biggest thing was like I knew my dad was proud of me and but it was always, where's that going to take you? What, you know, why are you doing that? You know, where's it going to take you? Where's it going to take you? And, and that's that's what you got from from Tata. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, you know. But um, so now, I, you know, both my boys played, and Jake is playing. Um, I don't miss a game. Yeah, you know, and I yep, and yep. I'm because I I don't want them to grow up and feel like you know. I, even though I tell them I'm proud of them, I, I tell them I love them, and, and you know, and but I, I, I want to make sure that um, that they don't have to second guess, and and in the end, you know, I know where my dad's heart was, yeah, and you know, like your dad, um, I mean, they were they were so busy just. Trying to make a living for us, workaholics, workaholics. That they, that they, that that they didn't do the little things that we, as parents, are doing to, for our kids now. Yeah, but yeah, not. It,
0: a, I mean, not a day goes by where, you know, me and my son don't tell each other that we love each other. Absolutely, like, like two or three times. I mean, he's absolutely. only he's only three going on four, and he'll just like Dad, I love you, and I'm like I love you. But that that line gave me chills right now. Where you said <clears> that um, you don't want your kids to feel mm-hmm. the way you did because that's yeah. exactly if you go back and listen to my right out the gate my first podcast was about death yeah like so mm-hmm. i i announced that i'm creating a podcast and then my first episode was talking about <laughs> no, my dad know. passing <laughs> oh and, my god and um that was li- that's literally my line yep. i don't want them to feel right about my passing the way i feel about my dad's
1: passing because we weren't close we weren't that 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 why that there were so many things that needed to be said there was so many things you you wished that you could have told him, and and he could have told you, and and yeah, it, it's hard. Yeah. But mm-hmm. the the thing is, is again, it falls back to what I what I've said before is that um you I you you know what you want to make sure that your kids. Will we'll go away with, and that's that, that you love them because they not only seen it, they heard it. Yeah. You know, and so, but like, you know, Tata's been dead three years. Mm-hmm. Um, your dad, you know, well, it's almost going to be a year. it be a year in February. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, but um, that they, that they loved us, yeah. That oh, they're for proud sure. of us, yeah. That yeah. they said it, probably not. You know maybe not as much as is is as, as a kid at that time growing up yeah. wanted to hear it, but you know um you can't go back and I keep and I tell this to my kids you know you 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 can't go back, so you gotta go forward and um I want my kids when they become adults and when they become parents um especially my boys to you know to just to let their kids know that that they love them, not just show them, but but tell them. Yeah. You know, and that's all we can do. Um, it's nobody's fault. It's just it was just the time that they were raised, mm-hmm. and that's how yeah. they were raised. And you know, it, it, I, I'm not gonna, you know, become a butthole because my dad didn't tell me love me. Mm-hmm. You know, as much as I. Thought oh, this I is all to, I know. Or oh, you're like, oh. yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah bullshit um i i you know but (sighs) i don't know man that's that's all i know cheats Um, yeah i like it i got a little deep there
0: yeah Well, that's good we're all and we're all just trying to be the best person that we can whether we know we're failing or not uh, ultimately i think everybody is trying to be the best person they can it's just some some of us fall victim to circumstances
1: and whatnot um yeah and um you know the the best advice that my dad ever gave me Mm -hmm. wasn't growing up wasn't Mm -hmm. you know it's when i had hit rock bottom and i mean i couldn't go any deeper i was at the bottom of the barrel i just broke down and cried you know uh, this is me in, in my early 40s, you mm-hmm. know, late 30s, early 40s. And um, the best advice he ever told me was it took you a long time to get this low. It's going to mm-hmm. take you a while to get back to where you were. Yeah, rebuild. And the problem is, is that we as human beings think um you know um that um uh redemption is a two-week process <laughs> and it's not yeah oh yeah <laughs> you know oh, yeah. I'm 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 st- I'm still I'm still you know working redeemed, your way out yeah. yeah and it's been you know 14 years and so but that that's you know that that's the problem with um people put a, a Time limit on um what they feel you know well i I've done what I needed to do, forgive me, yeah, yeah, what are you waiting for like yeah. i have I, I
0: already repented or yeah. yeah yeah why isn't why isn't why aren't things going my way now?' It's uh-huh. like I've been good
1: long enough it's, well yeah, it's, and, and and it's you know and it's not that way, um and that's that was you can <laughs> you know that's patent pending you know redemption's a two week process, it's not but but that's you know that's that's human nature is we we want to be forgiven and we want to you know have everything and i've learned the hard way that you know there's there's a song by willie nelson called uh uh forgiving you is easy but forgetting seems to take the longest time yeah <laughs> <laughs> yep
2: <laughs>
1: and you shouldn't forget no you shouldn't no you know and and um uh, but it is what it is we're 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 human beings, and um you can't sweat the small shit and if you're you know you're 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 bending you know getting upset about every little thing and and making it a big thing um you're just every moment that passes is just one less second you're gonna be on this earth, yeah, and you you think about it you know should I <clears throat> Should I really throw a flip mm-hmm. about something as stupid as, you know, whatever? And as you get older you will find that, you know, shit will slip <laughs> off your back a lot easier than it will at yeah. at your age because mm-hmm. you want to challenge everything. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, it's uh you know, he who turns and walks away lives to walk another day yeah everybody's and trying to prove themselves everybody wants to and they're willing to die on that mm-hmm. shield and 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 you know what uh, death is forever <laughs> yeah yeah you know
0: so no i'm definitely of the ilk of <clears throat> uh, rolling with the punches and, yeah. and 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 you have to adjust and it's yep. it, life yep. is 80% how you
1: handle what the 20% right. happens and, to you right and and take each and take each um, situation. You know, don't don't say, "Well, that situation is just like this situation, like this," because every situation is different. You have to see it with new lenses. Yep, and you got to look at it. Um, you know, uh, in a, in 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 a, a and. You know, if you're if you're an optimist, it's easy. If you're a pessimist, it sucks <laughs> because you see bad. You know, you see the situation. You know, mm-hmm. which is it's good. Like that's where I feel like
0: uh, I'm an optimist, or maybe a realist, and, and my my wife's a pessimist.
1: Yeah, but opposites attract. Can yeah. you imagine if both of you were an optimist? Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Hey, no. Let's let's drive off this cliff. Yeah, let's do it. Y- yin and Yang. Yeah, yeah. But uh, and you know, and and and. that balance is is good in a relationship Mm -hmm. um but yeah i'm totally the um the optimist in in my relationship and you know and and dana can be the pessimist sometimes and so it's you know it balances out yeah it does because like
0: she'll point out things that i just didn't consider you Uh know i'm like well you do make a good point and then at the same time, I'm just like, but you're not even giving it a chance. You're already like going on a worst
1: case scenario. Like, let's right. yeah, let's take the chance for once. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you know, the worst thing that can happen is this. Okay, I'm, I'm willing to accept the worst thing that can happen. Yep. If, and if you tell yourself, I'm willing to accept whatever consequences of the worst thing that can happen, mm-hmm. then let's do it. Yep you know as long as you know the 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 bad end result then you can't bitch yeah if it ends up the bad end result and then you prepare
0: for the worst case scenario and then Mm. everything will be okay you know (laughs) they'll prepare
1: for the best or or, you know uh hope for the best but prepare for the worst yeah yeah exactly but that's 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 just life in a nutshell and that's you know, it's coming from somebody that's a little older than you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate the knowledge. And
0: I, I, I do appreciate you sitting in. Um, where can people find you and your services? I know you have a Facebook um, page.
1: Yeah, um, they can go to Estrella Performance Horses on Facebook because that's, that's what old people use. <laughs> and that's, I, I'm not on Twitter or Instagram. Know, yeah, Up Performance Horses. Um and I'll post on occasion, but all the info is on there. Um, you should get an Instagram.
0: It took me a while, but with Instagram, you can link up your Facebook page, oh. and it auto automatically posts to your Facebook um, from your Instagram account.
1: I uh, I do have a uh, an internet page, and, and it's on Wibbly. Wibbly. Okay. I, I know it's like old school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, it's been there um, for a while. Yeah, it's been there for a while. Is um, that under a Performance? Stray Performance horses, but um, but yeah, the Facebook page or or a lot of people just contact me through my personal page. Yeah, you know.
0: perfect. Hey, bring my uncle your biggest, baddest horses. <laughs> 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 Easy there,
3: Tiger. <laughs>
0: Christmas is coming. Has, has has your horse been turned down by five other trainers? Mm-hmm. Oh, we shit. got him.
1: Yeah. Is <laughs> he's he's the dumbass.
0: Sure, cool. why not? Well, um, I know you, you talked a little bit about Dana's work. So um, she works mm-hmm. with special needs adults. Um, and I know I need to get her on the podcast. But just because we brought her up and she did kind of chime uh-huh. in. what um,
1: does she, Do they have a Facebook page? Yes, to? they do. It's Family Partners. Um, and they are located in Phoenix. Okay. Um, they just opened a huge, nice facility in Avondale mm. but they're in uh, they're in West Phoenix and uh, I believe they have two or three locations now um, in in Phoenix and like I said Dana's the uh, uh, executive director here at um, at the family partners um, for anybody that that has a special needs child or adult mm-hmm. uh, whatever that That handicap may be. Yeah. um, They have services. Yes. And they've been in business, um, I believe, uh, going on three years. I was the first business that um, Tamara Smith, um, the owner, approached me about letting... um, these 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 very capable adults mm-hmm. come out and work at, at my place. And they for three years they've been coming out and they've been cleaning my stalls and they've been um they do it three days a week right now. Um nice. and they go as far as five days a week. They do Caesar and yeah. Lynn's also. Um I'm telling you uh, they have uh um job coaches. Yeah. And uh I could not do the things that I do with my business without them because man they take a lot of burden off of me. Yeah. Um and um everybody that that has a business that thinks that they, you know, that that they um need good help. Mm-hmm. I know that they go and they um they also uh clean um um um, houses that have uh, like the, the final cleaning before they're um, uh, that, that are being built oh, okay okay um uh they also do that but they need to be contacted if uh they through facebook or yeah. they're right on fourth avenue in um and 22nd right across the street from the post office okay next to fourth avenue gym yeah um it's a great program and like i said anybody that's in need of services for um for for you know uh handicapped adults and and children mm-hmm. um i know there's a couple others in town but but nothing like this yeah they're like i said they're they're just out of this world and the response that that they um that they get with with these adults is amazing like i said i've i've seen i've seen um um adults that have um that have come in that have been very um um you know they they're not very expressionative um within a week i mean they're you know they're singing they're dancing they're they're (laughs) they're expressing themselves and then they come out here and they um I spend some time out here with the animals, yeah, um, which is super duper good therapy for 'em yeah. um but um anybody that's in need can you know can look up family partners uh or uh they're on Facebook either here or like i said in in uh in West Phoenix mm-hmm. or, or avondale area, but uh <coughs> super super good um just uh makes you um gives you a uh, faith in humanity when you when you see the good that they do. it yeah. really does. So perfect. Yeah, we'll 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 let her uh get some rest and <laughs> and next time you come down we got to get her on and she can give you more uh, more info and yeah. and um on the services and and like I said uh, in Phoenix also. So perfect.
0: Yeah, yeah I look forward to it. Um, awesome. Well, again, thanks for you allowing got it, buddy. me to comb through those files in that land <sighs> of yours. Well, <laughs> about to set them on fire. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least I recorded them now. No so kidding. When they get lost. Yo. Uh, all right, deal. Guys, mijo. please follow uh, my uncle Estrella, Performance Horses. And um, yeah, seek out his uh, services and knowledge if you are in the uh, livestock realm. I guess you could say. Yep. That's that's who I am. Yeah, perfect. All right, guys. Uh, Thanks for tuning in, and uh, have a good rest of your day, night, week, weekend, month, year, life. One of the two.
1: And. (laughs) And cut. Uh, (laughs) All right. That was awesome.